If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. Facebook ads, they just amplify what's working really well organically. <laughs> yeah. So if you are lost organically, you're not going to come in and just your ads are not going to just take off. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. As my business grows, my strategies grow with it. One big entrepreneurial growth spurt for me was when I transitioned from all organic marketing methods to a mix of organic and paid ads. The world of Facebook and Instagram advertising is complex, especially recently, but it's also paid off exponentially to have a smart ad strategy in place. I love Renee Bull's approach to ads. She believes that your business deserves a strategy that can take it to the next level and a funnel that allows you to work less while profiting more. Her proven tactics updated for all the changes that online ads recently experienced will help you to get started with paid marketing on Facebook and Instagram. If you want to know how to implement an ad strategy, best practices for getting started, and how to tell if your marketing investment is actually worth it, well, then this is your episode. Welcome, Renee Bull, to the Gold Digger Podcast. Have you ever wished you had an on-demand mentor that could provide advice on how to improve your customer experience or scale your business? Well, HubSpot's got you covered. Introducing the HubSpot Podcast Network. It's a one-stop audio destination for business professionals looking for education and inspiration on how to grow better. With access to a collection of marketing, sales, service, and operations shows, you'll have all the information you need as your company goes from startup to scale up and beyond. Listen, learn, and grow with the HubSpot Podcast Network at HubSpot.com slash Podcast Network. Renee, I am so thrilled to have you on the Gold Digger Podcast. Out of all of our hundreds of episodes, this is the topic that we need experts on, and you are the perfect person for the job. So welcome to the show. 
Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and chat about ads. This is my favorite thing to do to geek out. So I'm super excited. Thank you for having me. Oh, okay. So walk me through, how does somebody get into the ad space? What is your journey? What is your story that led you to where you are today? Oh my goodness. So (laughs) if we go back to the beginning and I get this question a lot, it's so funny. People are always like, how did you get here? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I would say that the first step was three years ago. I just realized that I hated where I was in life. I was working as a flight attendant and I was traveling everywhere. I thought it was going to be like my dream job. And I hated it. I was so tired. I was getting sick all the time. So I quit my job. And I just like committed to figuring out how to provide like massive impact to people. I really am big on like impactful, having an impactful life. And so I went to a conference like four years ago and there was a man there who was talking about Facebook ads, funny enough, and it just caught my attention. And from that moment, I just became obsessed. And then I realized how much it aligned with just who I am as a person, I'm so big on being able to add value to people. And when it comes to Facebook ads, I just love the transformation of taking a small business who is just amazing, but they just need that opportunity to get in front of more people. And a lot of times when people come to me, they're like, you know, my business is doing great, but I feel like we're plateauing or I feel like we're just not reaching those right people. And to be able to come with a solution of like, Every business deserves the opportunity to reach its greatest potential. And I feel like I'm able to serve people doing that with Facebook ads. So to answer your question, I quit my job and I went to a conference and he talked about Facebook ads. I took a program. I became obsessed. I failed a lot, right? Like I lost a lot of money in the beginning. And that's why I'm very passionate about teaching people how to avoid those mistakes. And now, you know, three to four years later, I'm here talking to you Mm. (laughs) about Facebook ads. Isn't it incredible? One of the things I love about your story, Renee, is just when you find something that is fascinating to you that you like uncover and you're just obsessed with and it's all you can think about and you dive in and you, you know, you become this student. I just think that it's awesome because so many entrepreneurs, that's exactly how they start. It's like this curiosity that becomes this thing that you cannot avoid any longer. And so I love that. It's it's so much happenstance, but it's also so much of a reflection of your hard work. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing for me now that I realized looking back is that when you find a skill set that is truly something that can impact other people, you'll just, you'll never be searching for the next thing. Like I'm always so full being able to speak with somebody about their business because, you know, everyone's business is like their baby. And to be able to give them actionable steps, feedback, and a plan to help them achieve their goals. I realized that I was able to do that through Facebook ads. And so it's bigger than just like, oh, let's do ads. It's more so, okay, what is your purpose behind your business? Who are you trying to get in front of to impact, to bring value to? And how can we make that happen? Facebook ads is like the solution, but really the purpose behind all of the business owners that I'm able to work with and impact is really what keeps me going. So I'm just Mm. grateful that I found it, you know, in my twenties, you know, I, I did a lot of jobs. I worked a lot of odd jobs (laughs) before I found the thing that really stuck, but I'm grateful that I found it. 
because it's it's really rewarding and it's really exciting to work with new businesses all the time and also just give them the information about how Facebook ads can change everything for for their business. Yeah. It's so Incredible because I I remember listening to a podcast very similar to this. It was my friend Amy Porterfield's podcast years ago. And it was before I had ventured into paid ads. So everything that I was doing was organic, just like you mentioned. And I remember on the episode, she was saying, like, if somebody gave you this opportunity to give them a dollar at the beginning of the day, and at the end of the day, they'd give you $2, would you do it? And everyone would, right? Like, of course, if you had that dollar to give, you would make that decision, that investment. And I remember something about that statement clicked where I was like, okay, if you can invest in a way that converts and that can lead to results, this is a way to scale. And I think a lot of people are in one of two places. They're either, like you said, kind of plateauing or struggling to get in front of the right people. They're doing all the organic things and maybe they're just kind of hitting this edge where they can't get past it. Or they finally built something that is scalable. And now you've got to put like fuel to the fire and to really get that going. And so, Renee, are you cool if we kind of do like a Facebook ads boot camp for people (laughs) that are in one or two or any of the camps that could benefit from paid ads? Yeah, let's get into it. All right. Let's get started. Let's do it. So for beginners, can you walk me through what is the difference between a Facebook or Instagram ad and a promoted post? Okay, so this is one of the biggest mistakes that I see online businesses make is they go onto Instagram and they boost their post and they think they're running ads. And because Instagram makes it so easy for you to promote a post, you really feel like you're running ads and they give you a bunch of vanity metrics of saying like, you know, you reached you know, thousands of people and you have thousands of impressions, but these are vanity metrics. And so the biggest difference is when you boost your post or use the promoted post feature on Instagram, you're missing out on a lot of key data. And the way you know that you're doing this instead of running ads is ads can only be set up in business.facebook.com. You cannot run actual ads on the Instagram platform. So if you find yourself setting up ads and it's reaching people, but you're not making any sales, you're getting a lot of likes on your comments. It's because you're actually doing one of the biggest mistakes I see business owners make all the time. And the crazy part about this is you feel so empowered because you feel like people are seeing your post. But the biggest thing about ads is that you want people to take action and you cannot decide which action or objective you want people to take via boosted posts. You have to do that in the business.facebook.com in the ads manager. You have more control, you have more data, and you can place your Facebook pixel, which is at the base, the foundation of Facebook ads. It's very essential that your Facebook pixel is placed so that all the information from your website visitors and all the traffic that you're getting is recorded so that you can repurpose it to get better results. Yeah, I think that's such a beautiful differentiation because I think a lot of people try boosting posts and then they're like, it doesn't work for me and they're done with paid <laughs> ads, right? Have you, yeah. have you come across that? And oh it's my like goodness, yes. boosting posts is like the gateway in to like 
make you feel like you're trying it, but it's not actually a strategy. I don't think, I don't think it actually goes far. And it's so funny too, because you know, we invest a lot into paid ads and I'll still get little things in my Facebook feed. That's like, this post is performing well, do you want to boost it? And it's like, Mm -hmm. that post has nothing to do with a goal or objective or an end result that I actually desire. And so it, there's, it's almost more of a vanity thing than an actual results-based objection. A hundred percent. And people, I again, I have a free training on this about like the biggest mistakes online business owners make. And yep. the biggest thing I see is people making the mistake of boosting their ads. And I tell them, yes, it feels good. Yes, you can set up that boosted post in less than, you know, 90 seconds. And that's what they want you to do. But at the end of the day, you're wasting so much money. Yep. It takes less time to actually set up your business manager account place your pixel and do it the right way than to just throw money at boosted post because you're not going to get the results that you want. And it's really not a scalable model long-term. Yes, absolutely. So for people that are listening, because the pixel thing is something that freaked me out as a non-tech savvy person. I was like, what is this pixel? Where do I put it? How does it work? What is it? And basically, it's just something that tracks the traffic and the results. So if you have any page that you own, it could be an opt-in page, a website, a blog page, a sales page, you drop in this little piece of code, they walk you through how to do it. And it'll tell you how many people are seeing your ad or clicking all the way through to purchasing. And it gives you the ability to track different things that will help get you more results. So it's not as scary as it sounds, but it's an integral piece of the strategy. Renee, did I do okay on that? Honestly, I didn't know which one of us was the Facebook expert because that was so good. And I'd like to add that this is free. It's free to place your pixel. And the last thing that I like to really stress about your Facebook pixel is that it's important to place it on all of these platforms that you own, even if you're not running ads. Yes. Let me say that again. Even if you're not running ads and you don't plan on running ads until maybe the future, it's still important to place those pixels because that information can be gathered even before you intend on running ads, but you can't utilize that data. If you place your pixel, you know, and you listen to this podcast and you place it, you know, months from now, you're missing out on months of data that your pixel could have collected. So place it today, place your Facebook pixel today. You want it on as many platforms as you can, anywhere your Facebook pixel is accepted on your website, on your calendar, on, you know, on convert. I know even on convert kit, like your email marketing, you can place it everywhere place it everywhere, even if you're not running ads. That was the biggest golden nugget. (laughs) I think people have gotten on this show lately, literally listen to Renee, because here's what's (laughs) so crazy is, and we'll talk about this in a moment, is that your pixel is basically just collecting information that's going to allow you to reach the right people, like the people that are most likely to take action to give you an end result. And so you want to get as many data points as possible. And what happens is, is just what Renee said. A lot of people, they listen, they think, well, this sounds good. Maybe, you know, next quarter, next year, next, you know, whenever I'm going to start this, then I will place the pixel. But 
even if you are not running ads right now, your pixel can be helping really narrow in on who your target audience is and who the people that are visiting your site is. What is their demographic? What are their interests? What are their age? What is their location? What other accounts are they following? And that is the most valuable information your business can have. Obviously, when you go into paid ads, but it's also just valuable information to start tracking today. And now let's talk about why this is even more important because there are tons of changes that happened with Facebook advertising recently with the recent iOS Apple update. So walk me through kind of what happened and then let's talk about what's the most important thing to know for moving forward. Yes. So there were a lot of updates and there's still updates going on. Yes. But one of the biggest updates was that there's going to be less information shared with marketers. So now users have the opportunity to actually opt out of being tracked. What does that mean? That means that when they visit a website that has a pixel or one of the platforms that has a pixel, before the data used to come back to the marketers, people like me, and it used to tell me, okay, this specific person got to the checkout page so that we could then create ads to retarget them to take that next action of like purchasing, right? All of that data was being tracked and sent back to marketers. Now, because the consumer can opt out of tracking, you have limited visibility as to where your traffic is in their customer journey. But there are always ways to win. I'm big on always stressing this, that no matter what changes or updates come, there's always ways to win. And so one of the biggest things that you want to do to prepare yourself for the iOS updates is you want to verify your domain, which means that for your platforms that you own, you want to make sure that you purchase your domain and you own it. A lot of people are using the domains that come with the platforms and you really just need to go. I recommend like Google domains is super easy. Pay your $12, $14, own your domain so that you can verify it in Facebook. The second thing that you're going to want to do is you're going to want to set up aggregated events. This is very important because before the updates, when it came to tracking the behavior of your traffic as it pertained to page views, add to carts, purchases, all these events were automatically set up. Now you have to manually go in and you have to set these up for your verified domains so that the traffic that is making it to those platforms, that behavior will be tracked. So there's just a slight change of things that were done automatically now having you go in and do it manually. But again, there's always a way to win. Facebook is really great in walking you through what you need to set up so that your account is in good standing so that your ads can get the best results. So yes, there's some tracking that is limited, But at the end of the day, Facebook ads still work really well. You just want to make sure you take those extra steps to prepare your ads manager so that you can still win with Facebook ads. 
Yeah. And Renee, you make such a good point that Facebook wants you to win. (laughs) Like they only win when you win. And that's why they've done such a good job of educating and kind of coming up with solutions and walking people through. So even as things continue to change and update, there are resources that guide you through these shifts. And I know for us, Renee, before the iOS update, we could see like 170 different data points with our ads. And after the update dropped, we were down to like seven data points. Like it really significantly dropped the amount of information we had. But now as we're kind of adjusting and experimenting and trying different things, we're starting to figure out our footing again. And I think that you know, no matter what type of creator you are, you have to be willing to learn again and not just rely on old ways because old ways can only get you so far. And so it's all about experimenting, pivoting, and just continuing to keep that attitude just like you have, that there is a way to make it work. Yeah, I think that the biggest thing Facebook ads has taught me is patience. Yes. And I tell people all the time, especially my students, that there are going to be things that do not make sense with Facebook ads. You will have ads that you launch that are very profitable and then all of a sudden they're disabled for going against some kind of policy that you you are unaware of. There is times when your account might get disabled and it's an accident and you have to just be patient and go through the steps and never take anything too seriously. And so with the updates, I always like to tell people there are always updates. There will continue to be updates. Even when you learn Facebook ads, there are always new changes. The platform always looks different. So, you know, you do, you remain the student no matter what. But I will say that once you get used to reading your data and understanding what's working best, you can never fail when it comes to Facebook ads. And that's really just about in marketing in general. Once you understand who your target audience is, what makes them take action, what they need to hear, see, and believe from you to take action, you will never, ever lose in marketing. So all the changes, I welcome them because there is always, always a way to figure out how to win with Facebook ads. I love that. I love that approach. I love that attitude. I think it's so necessary in the online space that is constantly shifting. And I can say from experience, our ads are always profitable and we always have a goal in mind. So we're not just running ads and saying, well, I hope this works. There's always an objective, an end result. And our ads have always been worth it, even with shifts and changes. And so it's all about your expectations and making sure that you're actually connecting people to those resources, to the things that can help them get that next step further. And not just about, you know, getting sales and things like that. So much of ads is service. Would you agree, Renee? A hundred percent. And I honestly think that the best way to approach ads and the cheapest way, might I add, (laughs) is to go in not directly for the purchase, but to go in to add value and get leads. And I actually teach this method of it's a three part framework of really focusing on leads because leads will get you to the profits you desire. And the three step framework is really starting at the base, which is defining, like you said, what is the objective? And a lot of times people come into Facebook ads and they're like, 
I want more traffic when really you want more sales. And saying that you want more traffic is not the same as saying you want more sales. This is a big mistake people make is that they think that their objective is more traffic when it's really to make more sales. And the way to approach this is really to get more leads, right? If you can build your audience and then nurture them. One is going to be cheaper on the front end with ads to optimize for leads than it is for purchases straight off the bat. And two, optimizing for leads first gives your audience a chance to build trust with you. And a lot of the times when people are running ads and they're like, it's not working and I don't know, I'm wasting so much money. It's probably because you're trying to rush that customer who doesn't fully know and trust you into making a decision that they're not comfortable with. So the best approach is to really come into Facebook ads, trying to just add value to your target audience and nurture them. So like, I love to, to preach this framework of like, start with define, then really work your way up to positioning. Why are you the solution, right? What problem are you solving for people? And then once you really figure that out with Facebook ads and you have your targeting down, then you go into optimizing and scaling and putting you know, all of the money behind it. But it really takes some time to test and figure out what works and what your audience responds well to, which I know that you all are doing great, you know, but that takes time. It takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of reviewing what's working organically and then implementing that with Facebook ads. Because I always say Facebook ads, they just amplify what's working really well organically. (laughs) So if you are lost organically, you're not going to come in and just, your ads are not going to just take off, right? Mm -hmm. You really have to be clear on who you serve what problem you solve, and how to get people to that end solution. If you've reached a point in your business where a customer relationship management platform is necessary to keep growing to the next level, well, you'll want to work with a CRM that's simple and seamless to implement and use. HubSpot's powerful CRM platform is easy to adopt, which leads to better data, richer insights, and a bigger impact on customer experience. Tools like HubSpot's contact timeline give you the historical context you need to get work done and connect with customers. And because all of your customer data is in one place, it can serve as a single source of information about each customer's history with your brand. Past conversations, messages, all of it. And you can take action right from the contact timeline. Make a call, enroll a contact in a sequence, schedule a meeting, and more. And if you're on the go, you can use the HubSpot mobile app. Super key for our constantly evolving online businesses. Learn more about how you can scale your company without scaling complexity at HubSpot.com. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed 
time for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a hundred dollar credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. Well, this is why I love your approach to ad strategy, because I think a lot of times I'll see my students where they're going into a launch or they're they're putting out this product and they're like, okay, now I want to start with ads. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Like I can tell you right now. So we run most of our ads, probably 80 to 90% of our ads are to free value. So freebies, opt-ins to grow our list and to take people on an experience. And I love that you talk about that, Renee, because people oftentimes are not ready to make purchasing decisions on the fly unless they have already qualified themselves and your offer as a solution. And so when we run our ads to our freebies, they can go from anywhere from eight cents a lead to around a dollar or $2 per lead, which is 100% worth it because then we're able to nurture them and serve them and really take them on this experience. Now, when we run ads to bigger things that lead to sales, which aren't even just like buy this thing, but like watch this webinar or attend this training. That's a lot of times $4 to $8 to even $10 per lead. It's a way bigger investment. And it's also way harder to get the right audience if you haven't been doing these warmups that allow you to really figure out who the right audience is for the offer. So where would you say people should start in terms of like first timers using ads? Do you think free content or ways to grow your list is the place to begin? A hundred percent. I really preach about giving value and nurturing Mm -hmm. your audience. I think that at the core of just marketing, right? People take action and they buy from people they trust. And so if you are new and wanting to build your list, wanting to build your audience, and your end goal is maybe to sell more courses or get more people enrolled in your program, the best way to do that is focus on lead generation. And the best way to get leads that are not only going to build your list, but are actually quality leads, because I talk a lot about that too, of not just running ads and getting the lowest, you know, cost per lead, but getting quality leads, people who are actually your ideal client or customer. You really want to focus on creating what I like to call a value exchange, which you talked about with a freebie. And a lot of times people throw together freebies and they put it out and they're like, I'm going to build my list. But you really want to think about it like this. Your value exchange should be a qualifier for your end goal. So Mm -hmm. if you're looking for people who might be interested in a higher ticket item or a course, you don't want to just throw together a freebie and tell them, hey, grab this, it's free. You want it to be something that can add value, maybe prepare them for your next offer, maybe help them see that you are the solution to a Mm -hmm. problem they're having. It all plays in part to the big, big picture, right? And that's why it's important to define 
your objective in the beginning, not just throw ads up to try to get numbers or build your list, but really understand your end goal and then work backwards. So I would say you definitely want to optimize for leads, get people on your list, you know, nurture them, add value to them so that when it is time for them to take action and purchase from you, it's not them feeling uncomfortable. It's them knowing and trusting and understanding that you are the solution because you've provided so much value that they are jumping at the opportunity to invest in your business, to purchase, to become a student, you know, to join whatever it is that you are offering. So focus on lead generation and then nurture and then position yourself for sales. So valuable. That is so, so valuable. And I think too, Renee, tell me if you do this, because I I think it's super fascinating, but you can actually invest in like experimentation. And what I think is super cool about ads is if you are wanting to increase your traffic or increase your sales, when you're running ads to freebies, one, the cost per lead is a lot lower, but two, it kind of gives you this ability to experiment, to analyze, to look at what's working in terms of copy, graphics, headlines, titles, subjects. Do you like to use ads for kind of experimentation and to kind of figure out like what's sticking? A hundred percent. So I think for me, what I really love to kind of drive home with people is like before your big launch, you definitely want to understand what works well. And you say experimentation. I usually say testing. All of these things are like, you know, interchangeable. You definitely want to test to see what works. And I always tell people, you never know what's going to work (laughs) until you test it. Like in the beginning, when I first started with ads, I used to spend hours creating these, you know, high technical video ads and high quality. And I would think to myself, these are going to just blow them away. I'm going to get the best results ever. And I would spend hours putting these ads together and I would launch them and they would not perform well. And then I would launch an ad where I'm just holding my phone and talking to it like in selfie mode. And those ads would be the most profitable ads, the ads that took 15 seconds to make. And so the only way to figure out what really works well is to test. And you have to give your yourself time to test audiences, to figure out your targeting, to figure out which ads work best. Is it video ads? Is it picture ads? Is it GIFs, right? What kind of copy works really well with my (laughs) audience? And the only way that you're going to figure that out is if you test. And like you said, experiment, right? The worst thing you can do is assume that something's going to work and you never test anything else. You choose one ad, one copy, one call to action, you launch it, and then you're like, oh, this didn't work and you stop there. No, we test forever, right? Even if something is killing it, we'll let that run and we'll test another angle because you just never know when you can get better results. And the only way to figure that out is to continue to test. I always say that. Like if you have a video ad that's performing well, awesome, let it run. And then test another video ad, test another picture ad, see how many angles can convert for you and be profitable for you. And it's, it kind of gets fun because after a while you're just (laughs) testing a bunch of stuff and then you're like, wow, this worked. 
That's yes. awesome. So I, it's never so funny. Testing. I know we just had, we just finished up a launch and, and my ads person on my team, Carrie was like, guess what was like the top converting. She's like this dark burgundy color that you've never <laughs> used before. And we were like, how, you know, like where it's like, if you don't try different things, I think so much of business and marketing is experimentation and not being afraid to try. And mm-hmm. so I love your methodology of just inviting in that feedback that allows you to refine your abilities. So can you walk me through, I would love to know, Renee, like what are some key indicators that a Facebook ad strategy is working? So let's say someone's dipping their toes in and they're like, I just need to know, like, is this going to work for me? Is it working? Should I shut it down or keep it going? What do I look for? What numbers and things indicate that it's actually working for me? Yeah, so that's a great question. And this goes back to my biggest point on rely on the data, right? Rely on the data to make decisions. And so my biggest thing that I like to tell people is, one, you know, if an ad is working for you is if it's profitable. That's the first thing, right? That you're spending money and you're making money back. But when we focus on a lead generation strategy, I like to say that if your leads are under $7, then you're doing really, really great. Especially if you're targeting something such as a freebie, right? Even if it's under $5, you're doing amazing. If you get your lead count to under $3, Woo, killing it. If you get your lead, your cost per lead under a dollar, please give me a call. I might have a job for you. But when you're tracking the cost per lead for lead generation, you really want to understand that, yes, it might cost you a few dollars to get them on your list. But at the end of the day, if they convert to your higher offer, spending $3 for a lead that might convert into a $200, $300 you know, conversion, I will pay that happily, right? And so you want to focus on your cost per lead. You also want to really focus on your cost per landing page view and your cost per click. How much is it costing you to get people from Facebook or from Instagram onto your landing page, onto your website? If it's costing you seven, 10, $20, it's too expensive because we're just talking about the cost it takes for them to view your website. And so when your cost per landing page view is over $5, I like to say it's time to go back and look at a few things. Maybe your targeting needs to be adjusted, right? Maybe your ad needs to be adjusted and it's not catching the attention of the audience that you are trying to get in front of. There's always things that can be tweaked so that we can get the metrics or hit the key performance indicators that we want to see. But those are really, really important metrics to pay attention to. The last one that I really like to pay attention to is the cost per impression. So when you focus on, is your ad converting? Is it working well? Do people like it? Are they interacting with it, right? You want to really view your impressions. How many people is it getting in front of? How many people are interacting with it? And then taking action. If the cost is very, very high, you might need to, again, readjust your targeting, right? Test out 
different audiences, different interests. Go back and really think about your client avatar and where they could be falling online under different interests and demographics. And so all of these things really have to do with testing, 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 and then reading the data. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to content creation, you either do it because you love it or because you know it's a powerful business tool. Now, either way, it takes a ton of work. Whether you're building your website from scratch or struggling to manage payments, you need Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate one-stop shop that's been my go-to for almost a decade. Yes, nearly a decade. It's designed to help creators and entrepreneurs build thriving online businesses with steady recurring income. Whether it's blogging, coaching, or podcasting, Kajabi makes it simple to transform your passion into profitable online courses, exclusive members sites, and so much more. Over the years, Kajabi has been my rock from hosting my signature courses like the Pinterest lab to handling transactions without taking a single penny of my money. That's right. You get to keep 100% of what you earn. With Kajabi, you get powerful analytics, simple payment options, effective email marketing tools, and beautiful website templates that you can customize. And here's a little secret. You don't need a massive following to earn a great income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi who are making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers, and you can be one of them. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash goal. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash goal. Join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion today at kajabi.com slash goal. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and I was there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. 
Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You are so good at explaining all of this. And I think a lot of times people kind of halt themselves from even trying or starting because it's unfamiliar, right? Like, I mean, how many times do we do that in our lives, regardless of if we're talking about marketing or Facebook ads or just trying something new? But I think what's so awesome about Facebook ads is that you get so much insight and information. It's it, They want you to be you know, having a positive experience, they want you to become profitable. And one thing that I always lean on, and I'm sure you do as well, Renee, is that it is much easier to retain a customer than it is to go out and get a new one. And so when you're Mm -hmm. investing in these new leads, you are given this very, I think it's sacred opportunity to nurture them to get them results to give them value. And I think that when we as creators stop focusing so much on sales and profits and those big numbers, and we think about where is this person in their life? How do I guide them on this journey? How do I serve them and then invite them to the next step and the next step? And even if they say no to that invitation, how can I keep showing up for them? It really challenges us as creators to give people this positive experience, but it also is the long game, right? Like we're Mm -hmm. not in it just for a quick hit. If you look at entrepreneurs that are successful that have done business for years, that have made it through all of those milestones where so many people quit or their business fails, it's because you're thinking about this long-term relationship. And I just think what you just walked through with key indicators, those are just signs along the path that are guiding you to become better at serving people. A hundred percent. And I love that you talk about the long game because that's really how this lead generation approaches as well. Like the difference between people who optimize for leads up front and the difference between people who optimize for sales up front is that I'm okay with taking, it's not necessarily a hit. I would say making the investment and getting you into my community. Cause I like to say like our businesses are communities, right? I'm okay with making the investment, giving you my freebie, letting you into my world to help you see that there are different solutions that I can help you with, that I can provide you with. And I think that a lot of the times people want to take withdrawals when it comes to business, right? Everyone wants to have the sales and, and have the money and take the withdrawals, but it's important to make those investments up front too. And with ads, I think if you keep in your mind that I'm going to add value to as many people as I can, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do that by giving first rather than wanting to receive, right? That long-term you will see that when people start to convert, you'll be like, wow, this person was from this freebie from like months ago. And now they're a student of mine or a client of mine, right? So the customer journey is long. Some people take action faster than others. 
But I've had people convert on my offers who watch one of my free trainings from like January and they're yeah. now working with me and they're like, I've been watching you for months and you've yes. been consistent. So yes. I would like to say like, it takes time. Yep. I think that going into Facebook ads, if you have this ideal that you're going to go in and in the first week become a millionaire, you've yeah. already lost. Right. (laughs) Like really going in with the right mindset and expectations is key. If you really want to go in and long term see that your ads are profitable, go in wanting to give rather than to receive and really be patient. Continue to test, see what works really well with your audience. And eventually, as you begin to see based upon your data, what's converting well, you'll be able to scale, but you really have to go in with the right mindset, be patient because ads do work. It's really just about having the strategy, being consistent because another big red flag is people go in, they run ads for two weeks and then never again. (laughs) And I'm like, what happened to retargeting? What happened to getting back in front of people? And so be consistent, run your ads, you know, continue to run your ads as long as possible. Don't start and stop them because consistency really matters. Continuing to show up to your audience and retarget them matters. And then you'll start to really see consistent results. So powerful. You recently mentioned, and I caught wind of you saying this. So we are in Q4 and you kind of estimated and said that you thought that ads were going to become more costly in quarter four. Walk me through why and what can we do about that? Yeah. So Q4 is always an expensive time for ads. It always will be. Why? Because this is a huge, huge time for holidays. We have, you know, Black Friday, we have Thanksgiving, we have Cyber Monday, we have Christmas. It's a huge time for shopping. And so when it comes to ads, you're not just putting your ads up and running them on your own. It's an auction. There are a bunch of different businesses trying to target those same interests, those same people. And so as a small business, if you're starting off and you're doing like, you know, $500 budget or $1,000 budget, in the beginning of the year, during quarter one, two, and three, you might be able to get in front of an audience for, you know, much cheaper. But then during Q4, the cost to get in front of that same audience might have tripled. Why? Because big corporations are dumping in millions (laughs) to get in front of these same audiences as you. And so the big key is if you are starting your ads in Q4 is not to be discouraged, is to one, understand that results might be more expensive, but the opportunity to make sales is still very high. What I would encourage you to focus on is retargeting. That's why it is essential for you to have your Facebook pixel on on your platform because in Q4, it's going to be more expensive to get in front of a cold audience, people who have never heard of you or seen you or are familiar with your brand, but it won't be as expensive to get in front of a warm audience and retarget people. So the best thing that you can do in Q4 is retarget your email list, retarget the people who have been interacting with you all year long, retarget your past purchasers, your leads, right? Use the information and the data you've collected all year and you can still run ads, but 
just be very strategic and get in front of those people who are most familiar with you. If you are going to run ads to a cold audience, people who are not familiar with you, just be aware that the cost per result is probably going to be very, very expensive, but do not be discouraged because you can still see great results in Q4. Hmm. Renee, you are so brilliant. This has been such a great boot camp. Where can everybody find you, connect with you, learn more from you, work with you? Give me all of the places. Yes. So on Instagram, I go by Helpful Digital Marketer. And you can go to my website, helpfuldigitalmarketer.com. I also have a six-week accelerator where I teach service-based businesses how to increase their leads and build their sales on a consistent basis with my leads to profits method, which really encompasses what we talked about today. Focusing on adding value, building your list, building your community, nurturing, and then seeing those profits roll in. So that is a six-week accelerator open for service-based businesses. You can go to lead2profits.com and you can apply for that accelerator. Six weeks with me learning how I'm able to help my clients scale to six-figure launches and beyond and how you can get started seeing real results with Facebook ads. Renee, you are a wealth of knowledge. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, for breaking it all down, and for really helping creators serve at a higher level. You're so welcome. And I'm so excited for everyone to take action, place your pixel, and I can't wait to see your Facebook ads. Yes. Renee, if anyone is listening right now, what you need to do, your action step for today is to get your pixel and figure out where to place it and place it everywhere you possibly can. Imagine it as your fingerprints on all of the digital spaces that allow for you to serve at a higher level and to collect that valuable, valuable, valuable information for if and when you become ready for a paid ad strategy. That was the best tip that has been given in a very long time, Renee. Love it. Can't wait to see everyone's ads. Speaking with Renee today was just so inspiring. And I think a lot of times when the online world shifts, it's easy for us to grumble and complain. But I just appreciate her can-do attitude and her ability to pivot and learn. And I think so much of that comes from positioning yourself as a student. I mean, we're all lifelong learners, right? This journey of life is to help us just to learn and soak it in and evolve and get better. And Renee is an absolute expert at that when it comes to Facebook ads. I remember the first time that I decided to invest in ads it just made everything feel so real. Like I believe in what I'm doing. I believe in its impact. I believe in that end result enough to put money down. And the process has absolutely refined over the years. But ad strategy has been the number one way that I've scaled my business and been able to reach more people while still using all of those organic strategies that allow me to connect in community and to share my life with others like you. So I hope that if you are listening 
to today's show and you're in a place where you either feel stuck or ready to scale, that this information gives you the power and the encouragement to simply get started. For real, guys, plant your pixels today. I can't tell you how valuable that will be, regardless of if you decide to run ads next month or next year. That data is like gold for your business. And I sincerely hope you check out Renee, cheer her on, and thank her for coming on the show today. As always, Gold Diggers, it is an honor and a pleasure to get to serve you and to inspire you and keep on digging your biggest goals. I'll talk to you soon. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home, and thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.